0: Welcome to Beyond the Field, your property finance and general discussion podcast series powered by Money Empire. We're a team of financial advisors here to help you tick off your property and finance goals.
1: When we say beyond the field, we mean this to be beyond whatever field you're used to. So kick back, relax, and enjoy the podcast.
0: Welcome back to Beyond the Field. Um, my name is Goran, and I have again the lovely Linda Moore here. How are you, Linda?
1: I'm very well, thank you, and a pleasure to be here as Good. always.
0: Awesome. Is this now? Is this our last podcast for the year?
1: Uh, I think it might be. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Fantastic.
0: We'll we'll cover a few cool topics today. Um, just looking at my little sheet here of things to talk about Um, but generally um, we'll just have a chat around um, Christmas spending obviously I know it's only two months away but that's going to go quite quickly and you're already uh, I'm already starting to see sales labor weekend especially so that's obviously going to continue um, just before Christmas so um, obviously you being who you are knowing what you know can you tell us a little bit how people spend up before Christmas um, and summer and obviously do they overspend what do Kiwis like to do?
1: Uh, The short answer is, I think, yes, we do like to spend at this time of year. (laughs) And I think it's going to be even more prevalent this year, because we've been in lockdown in one way or another. And I think we're going to go into this, I deserve it mode. I don't care about the money. I just want to have a great summer. So I, I kind of think that might be where we're going to head, um, particularly because we haven't been able to go away on holidays. So we haven't had our little weekends away. Um, so some people might be sitting on a bit of cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and others might be sitting on a couple of credit cards that they want to go and exercise. Yep. So um, it's it's kind of, I think, restraint is going to be hard, particularly hard this year, more so than other years just because of the environment we're in right now. Yep,
0: yep. I think also important uh, thing to maybe say is that People will probably want to spend money to support local businesses if they open or are able to open instead of shopping online, which has a sort of feel good factor to it, which is cool. But um, I can put my hand up, which I'm doing right now, and I can honestly tell you that um, without a doubt that I overspend hands down and my wife, too, in terms of Christmas and um, the amount of things that we buy our children is, is crazy. Um, and it's, it's, it's I'm not going to call it a sickness and well, don't you, don't, don't diagnose me. Um, but I do sometimes think, and I'm probably not the only one is why do we like to do this? What, why is it? the lo- Take lockdown aside. Is this yep. psyche about overspending in, in our Kiwi mentality?
1: Um, I don't think it's just Kiwis. Mm-hmm. I think the thing for us is it's combined with summer. So not only have we got the the Christmas day and it's the time we all get together, but we've all worked all year and it's our first big long break. So it's kind of, yay, we've got some time out. So we have that lovely Christmas day first and we want all the new toys and we want all the new clothes and we want all of that for the rest of the summer. Mm -hmm. So when I talk to parents, um, sometimes what they will actually say to me is, well, we actually don't buy a lot of stuff and we wait until Christmas. And so a lot of the things that we would have bought through the year go under the Christmas tree. And that's why there's so many gifts. Mm -hmm. And I sit there and I listen and I go, hmm, I'd, I'd actually really love to look at your numbers to see whether that's just a story you are telling yourself or whether that is actually what is going on in your household. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's that aspect of it is that it's not just about the day it's about the whole of January as well where we're typically going to spend up large through that because we're out and about doing things and it's when we go on holiday
0: yeah fair enough um can you just tell me quickly is what I'm doing wrong for my children (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to put you on the spot
1: yeah you certainly are putting me on the spot and you can
0: you and you can Um, tell me off
1: No, look, I don't think there is anything wrong with it. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think what it is, it's entirely up to you and your household and your family. And as I've said a lot of the times, all of this comes back down to values. Mm -hmm. So if your values are around that Christmas time, maybe you've got a big extended family there and it's the time of year where you really want to give, then that's your thing. Now, for us in our family, birthdays are more important. So we tend to spend more on birthdays than we do on Christmas. So we have a lot less at Christmas time, but birthdays are our big thing. So it's really, it's all all very independent, individual independent. What I would say is if you are putting yourself into debt to get all of those presents under the Christmas tree, then you've got to look at the why you are doing it. But if you have the money there, and I guess also too, um, do do the kids actually really appreciate? it as well um how involved are they in this whole shopping expedition and things like that you know do they shop with you and buy little gifts for you or is it just you splashing the cash and just you know flooding them with a whole heap of stuff so yeah it's it it is all about balance but it's all about what's important to you and what your values say about how important this particular day is for whatever reason it's important
0: fantastic um What advice would you give to the listeners out there quickly in terms of how to maybe do it a little bit more smartly or a little bit more carefully?
1: Yeah, so I think the key thing is remember it's not just one day and it's not just presents. It's all the food because, I mean, us Kiwis, we love to eat on Christmas Day, don't we? I mean, we have that big buy-up of all the beautiful food and then that keeps us going. So when you are looking at how much you want to spend this Christmas, think about not only the gifts, But also the things leading up to Christmas, like, you know, you might have a few more drinks out with people, catch up, have some picnics. That's all cost. What is the food you're going to be doing? And right now, I don't know about you, but my grocery bill seems to have skyrocketed. Take that into account. And then also take into account what you might be able to do in January as well and what kind of outings and things, you know, some people will still be able to go camping. Um, You know, we don't know yet. So plan that whole period. Don't just look at it, I've got this much for presents. It's like, how much am I going to spend between now and the end of January when schools go back? So it's a longer term plan. Mm
0: -hmm. Fantastic. You're very, very insightful there. Um, In terms of, um, obviously, inflation, hitting us now and, and you can see with the petrol prices gosh um that yeah. they've gone up substantially and obviously everyone out there is different do do you think um it's a good time to set some financial goals for early next year because what what we see linda in 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 our industry is january is pretty much a write-off no one gets yeah. in touch. Everyone's still on holiday mode. But come February, everyone has new goals. Everyone has new aspirations. Yes. But everyone okay. seems to have a lot of debt from the money that they've <laughs> overspent. So they need to somehow consolidate that. Should people be looking at, um, in terms of starting, maybe some sort of financial goal for early next year now? I know it's, well, actually, no. No, should they be doing that now?
1: Um, look, at I, yes, I think so. But I think we we get stuck into that mentality that as Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming, Christmas is coming, yeah. we'll worry about it next year because January is the 1st when we all have had a few too many wines at one minute past 12 when we make all these wonderful resolutions thinking they are goals. So we have this thing where we kind of go ah, we've got to the end of the year, let's start again on the 1st of January. And as you say, by the time we get to the 16th of January, which just happens to be my birthday, all of those resolutions have gone out of the window. And it's like, so when do you make them? When do you start again? So there's nothing wrong with starting your goals on the 1st of November and going, this is my year. Or, you know, businesses, we typically have a financial year, don't we? So we start our planning on the 1st of April. So just start it whenever it doesn't really matter the key thing is you actually start and you make that little plan um Mm -hmm. you know and and i always say by the middle of january that's when you should be starting your plan for next christmas and you have your little christmas account open and you start chucking a few dollars into there so you don't have another surprise at christmas because you know it's going to happen every year christmas comes around every year it's not going to stop Uh, so why aren't we planning for it why do we always get that shock in the middle of January on our credit cards because we forgot Christmas was coming excuse
0: me you're so right um would you give advice out to people out there who are listening to like you say put 10 bucks a week from the first of January so they don't obviously get get stung or, or panic or lose control of spending when the time comes
1: Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're, it's, it's a having this little fun account. It's called a save to spend account. Mm-hmm. And and the thing with these is, and you know, we have talked about these before, but the whole point is it starts to teach you to save. And you're saving for something that you want and you know that you're going to enjoy spending it mm-hmm. in 365 days. Mm-hmm. So it's easier to start saving for a short-term goal for some little fun thing. And then before you know it, you've got this habit of, hey, I can save money. You can Mm -hmm. actually do it. Um, So, yeah, I think that's a great idea. And there are going to be some listeners who are really good number crunchers. And what I want them to do is actually go back and go through their credit cards and their bank account and go, how much did I actually spend in this period? How much Mm -hmm. did I spend on going out having fun on Christmas Day, on gifts, on the three weeks holiday afterwards? And then if they're really clever, they'll divide it by 48 weeks, and they'll go, that's how much I need to put into my little savings account. So you can start with just 10 bucks a week, whatever, or you can be really diligent and crunch the numbers and calculate it and go, this is how much I'm going to put away for next Christmas. Or you might go, good grief, I'm not spending that again next Christmas, and you'll decide how much you want to spend.
0: (laughs) I'm just writing all all these things as I go along, by the way. So. (laughs) But no, what what I like to do is, um, and this is for people out there who are disciplined with money and, and especially having a credit card, is I think having a credit card, as long as, well, first and foremost, if it's paid off every month, obviously you don't incur any extra interest to pay. But it gives me the ability to actually see how much money I have spent on a monthly nice. basis when that bill comes, right, as opposed to, you know, my FBOS card, my debit card that's just like a free-for-all and whatever. So I like sort of having that discipline with the credit card, which we do very well. And then at the end of the month, um, that gets paid off. It gives me – and then I do it month by month to see where I've gone over the top. Is that something that – that sort of thing that could help people as well in terms of being on top of their spending?
1: Yeah, it certainly is. But uh, Hmm. you're probably in the very low percentage of people who actually look at their credit card statement. Right,
0: yeah. Fair enough.
1: <laughs> because, because, again, um, it, they there available online if you want to look at it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how many people still get it come through the post, so mm-hmm. they actually look at it. Um, but if you choose not to look at that statement in your online banking, you still don't know how much you've spent. So that's a great discipline that you've got, that you even look at the statement. Yep, so that's yep. the best thing. You've actually yep. got to be prepared to look and Mm -hmm. click that button that says look at my statement. Mm -hmm. And bear in mind when it comes to credit card spending, we only recognize $4 out of every 10 that we spend. So that's why people don't want to look because they're going to get that nasty. Is
0: that true? Can you say that to us again? Can you say that to us again?
1: You only recognize $4 out of every 10 that you spend on your credit card. Wow. interesting. So that's why that's why you get the shock at the end of the month because you go Oh, I remember this and I remember that. But did I do that? Did I? I don't remember doing that. Um, so it's that whole, you know, that's whole awareness of what you're actually spending. Um, and credit cards can be great, but they can also, as we know, be very dangerous as well. Mm-hmm.
0: And also, it wouldn't help if you're doing some late night shopping after a few pinos um, yes. <laughs> on, on the internet. T- tell us quickly, in terms yeah. of um, Linda, does does um, f- from when you were sort of um, back in your heyday, has has this mentality changed a lot from what it was back then to what it is now? Obviously, now you have social media, ads on TV, pushing sales, sales, sale. Can you just give us quickly a, a run around What a, what was it like back then? Were people still spending back then um, as they are now?
1: Yeah, I, I think so. But the difference is it was, dare I say it, more fun mm-hmm. because it was an outing, because you would actually go – to the shops and you'd have your little list of presents that you wanted to buy. And, you'd, you know, you'd go into town or the, you know, the mall or wherever it was. And you would actually go out. I mean, I remember going one year with three of my girlfriends. Now, we had an absolute blast. We had a great day out doing our Christmas <laughs> shopping. You know, it was mm-hmm. a fun day out. We had lunch, we had a few wines, we bought a few presents, bought a few things for ourselves, and we happily went home. Mm-hmm. You know, online shopping for your for your Christmas presents and things like that, it, to me, it's always kind of a bit lonely, isn't it? Because you're kind of mm-hmm. detached. Yeah. You might still have your list, but it can almost seem like a more of a chore. That's That's, that's my personal view I still like to go out and do the Christmas shopping Um, but what I tend to do is um, like you know the Black Friday sales and things like that it's I'll start earlier and I have a shelf in our wardrobe which is what we call the present shelf so when Mm -hmm. I'm out and about going around if I see something that I think might be a cool gift for one of the grandkids I'll buy it then and there and I stash it up in the cupboard the problem sometimes is I forget what I've put up there. <laughs> it's like you double ups. Old, yeah, we've got all this little treasure trove of stuff up there. It's quite cool. Um, so I think it's kind of your attitude to shopping because I enjoy going out to shop with a purpose. Other people don't. If they're like that, then online shopping is a huge saviour for them. Um, I did do an, I was um, in Ponsby one time um, when I was doing my presentation skills course and I had this microphone and we were talking to people around their, their views on Christmas shopping and I'll never forget what this one guy said to me, he said, good grief, he said, I never go Christmas shopping, I get my PA to do it for me. Oh <laughs>
0: my gosh, wow, up! <laughs> unbelievable.
1: So it's very much different strokes for different folks, isn't it? yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: Funny. You mentioned sales, like Black yes. Friday sale. How do people know that these things are actually on sale? Like, do they have to follow an item for two months and then like write down the price over the, for that item for the past two months and then actually to see when it's advertised as a sale that it has actually gone down? Because sometimes, and frankly speaking, I think it's a crock of shit sometimes.
1: Yes, I completely agree with you. And quite often, that's when we do take advantage of that sort of sale is because we have done the research and it's something we want to buy. You know, we might be looking at it like, you know, um, I don't know, a new mobile phone or, or whatever. So we i say the royal we, as in simon my partner has done the research because that's not me uh, so he's done the research <laughs> and he's gone like at the moment we want some new speakers for our our stereo system so he's doing all the research about them and then we will look and see what the price is on the sale is this better than normal times yes we buy it no we don't mm-hmm. so it's an, it's a perfect time for those people who love to research to really get some good benefits from those kinds of sales
0: okay i like that because I, there's been so many times um that um my lovely wife has come home um and she said look i've just snagged this i've just snagged this item it was it was it was 250 dollars, and i've picked it up for 15 bucks and i'm like <laughs> what you know that you know that you have just got had right so but unfortunately um you know when, when the signs are flashing in your face, sale, 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 or yeah. 60% off, um, just like Briscoe's, right? Briscoe's have a sale on every week, you know? And right. who's to say that their prices are not the same after discount as, as another shop that has n- no sales? That's so right. I yeah. think that's that's where people um, get, get uh, fooled as well. But um, in terms of um, Christmas, we always have to remember that there's a lot of people out there who are not um, – fortunate right. enough to to have a lot of, um, you know, funds to go towards prisons, like, just like what I right. mentioned before. So yeah. I think um, a, as a nation and as, as as Kiwis, we do seem to spend a lot of time sort of forgetting for that fact. And especially being in, in, in a lockdown like this um, makes it even harder for them. Yes. So for any listeners out there who are listening um just just be careful in terms of expenditure we are getting or what, what we're seeing is increases in living costs because Auckland and New Zealand oh my goodness is such mm. an expensive country I talked yeah. to my friends over in Europe uh, in Croatia around it just doesn't compete it's crazy um
1: yeah.
0: just for the listeners out there who are wanting some advice around budgeting or, or or spending or or debts or just just keep in mind don't go overboard don't debt yourself up to the eyeballs if you don't know please ask and get advice from someone like ourselves or the lovely linda moore linda moore thank you very much for coming on the podcast today and that's have all right it's
1: been my pleasure
0: fantastic rest of the year you too hopefully you enjoyed the podcast today for more info on this podcast and a heap more Check us out on Beyond the Field on Instagram, Facebook and LinkedIn. And hit the subscribe button.
1: Take the reins of your future and feel empowered with Beyond the Field.